0: Star Trek. The nerdy frontier. These are the discussions of the Good Time Society. Their continuing mission to explore each episode, to seek out new topics and ridiculous observations, to boldly watch what they've already watched before.
1: You wanna bang? Uh just let me know. Yeah. I do want to bang, that's what the statue is for. Oh oh.
0: Oh do, do, gotcha. do, do you need verbal confirmation beyond the statue? <coughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well the statue is just an erect penis, so I thought it was up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> it's the captain's holiday.
2: <laughs>
1: I've never found ASMR very
0: like stimulating, stimulating or anything, but that was intense.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, because you do find it stimulating, you just can't admit it yeah. yet.
0: <laughs> just these wow. headphones are better than I expected, I guess is my issue. <laughs> and yeah. your mic. Or Becca. Becca's yeah. bad. Yeah, Becca's yeah.
2: bad. My mic just sounds best when I do the ASMR it voice. It's like
0: you're right behind me, which is really too <laughs> much right now.
2: Uh, Jake, when uh, I gave you a ride earlier this week um, and I turned on Spotify, you heard the ASMR podcast that I was listening to that gave positive <laughs> affirmations. How embarrassing. I, I was like, oh, no, that's n- nothing. That's for my private <laughs> like,
1: time. Hello, goddesses.
0: <laughs> that's the phrase I most remember was "Hello, goddesses." I was like, "Oh,
2: that's kind of yeah." Nice. Then I hit stop before you heard anymore.
0: <laughs> you immediately um, did and it. I, it's it's no magical. Judgment. It
2: really works. I, yeah,
0: calling everybody yeah, yeah. a goddess is great. That's that's really positive. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you two are a couple of goddesses. So,
2: what's what oh, happens when you treat Picard like a goddess? Because
1: <laughs> mm, he's not going to do it,
2: right? Okay, Poor so this God. episode starts with everybody being like, oh my God, Card, go on vacation already. Yeah. And they're
0: got... all in on it. <laughs>
2: but all he wants to do is read books in a Speedo. <laughs> yeah,
0: He doesn't even really want to do that. He loathes vacations, as we learn early on, right? right? And I feel like we've pushed him towards a vacation early on in the series at 1.2, and he was resistant towards it.
2: Yeah. I think that was holodeck time. Was that? Yeah,
0: the, right. you're right. It was Dixon Hill. It was exactly, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right, Becca. And like, I love that the whole crew is like playing a little shenanigans to try and get him to go on vacation. And I also love that he doesn't really fall for it. He sees right through it the whole
1: time. All of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Crusher had a great tactic. Um, Captain, we have a situation. There is a crew member uh, abusing their own mental health and someone's got to do something about it before they are harmed. And he's
1: onto it right away. Like (laughs) he's like, okay. (laughs) I like Troy's plan, which is
0: like my mother's coming to visit. He's like, hold up, yep, wait a second. I get it. I need a vacation.
2: Yep, yep. So he finally goes to the planet of hot babes. Risa, Risa.
0: I love Risa. Now we've talked about Risa, but never seen it yet, right? I think so. Yeah, because I know because it is
2: exactly Eden, but less Aryan.
1: Right, the other planet. That More was. sheer
0: robes to cover the swimsuits, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this, the idea was it's a whole resort planet, so it's a lot of people from everywhere. It's not like the Eden where it's the one species that lives there.
2: Don't walk on the flowers, Wesley, or you will be killed.
1: (laughs) Actually, Wesley, maybe skip this planet (laughs) for now. Maybe when you're older. It's like the Vegas of Star Trek, right? Of the Federation? It very much feels Mm -hmm. like what you want Vegas to be, and then you get there, and it's sad. Yeah, a little too intense. This is
0: like one of the nicer pools at Vegas, essentially.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow, I was just talking about last night how Vegas is... One of the saddest places on Earth. For me personally, because yeah. of how much air conditioning is used oh, in I a love small radius of the desert. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, but the energy, right?
1: <laughs> but the energy,
0: yeah. Also, those ceilings are like 50 feet high, so all that air conditioning is just being wasted on empty space. Ugh, mm-hmm. it's awful. Yeah.
2: It's like 120 degrees outside and 69 <laughs> inside in huge cavernous wastelands of... Yeah consumerism and they're using massive fountains
0: for all their water right. use <laughs> yeah yeah
2: oh, but not, on Risa. But
0: not, not on, on Risa perfect yeah
2: it's a beautiful paradise where the Ferengis wear green capri oh pants God. and Hawaiian An amazing shirts
0: outfit. it looks like he just came from the set of Saved by the Bell like he's what? the new Ferengi kid at Bayside but High so he
2: is wearing Lisa the fashionable woman's outfit
1: <laughs> the the, uh, like the whole wardrobe budget for the whole season must have been spent on this and it was incredible uh, because they're just in uniforms all the time like Picard's wardrobe was great especially his swimsuit mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Later uh, we go
2: very Indiana Jones Indiana oh, yeah, Those are my like, favorites.
1: The drapey V like things oh so good. All of it.
2: Lots of custom bikinis with cutouts in yeah. all the right places
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I was going to
0: ask you about what you thought of the costumes uh, because Because like I feel like half of the women were just in swimsuits, but they didn't want to show them just in swimsuits So they just put a sheer robe over them.
2: Yeah, Uh, I put on this outfit before I knew sorry podcast (laughs) listeners But I am dressed for Risa. Yeah, you are. Hey,
0: that'll get some new Patreons folks patreon.com slash Good times society link in the description below
2: Exclusive access to our video recording (laughs) session where you can hear all the times. Jake stops and starts and then cuts it out later (laughs) that that What? (laughs)
0: <laughs> we get Picard finally getting a chance to relax and read Ulysses by James Joyce. Good God, this man. Yeah, What a slog. How many
2: times has he read it? <laughs> he just has never gotten through. I
0: was going to say, if he'd gotten through it once, he would never return. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's two sirens with the whirlpool mm-hmm. and the other thing, and that's what they are to him. That's what this whole episode is about. Yep. He is Ulysses tied to the mast.
1: You know that's probably, and the mast is uh-huh. that
2: penis statue.
1: <laughs> yep, the Horgon. Horgon. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk plot wise a little bit. What happens? So he finally goes on vacation. Oh wait, mm-hmm. before we move on, real quick, I loved uh, Troy's little like celebration after she used the mother tactic. You see her like, yes. <laughs> I was like yeah uh, it's so like 90s And just to get that in that there That was the most it.
0: like expressive I'd seen her be When she's successful with a patient right She like gives the yeah. fist and a fist pump Like yeah I did it
2: yeah. That was well, Marina that was not yeah, Deanna.
0: Totally, N- I nailed that take <laughs>
1: Right, Who's right, the most but-
2: cockney woman you've ever heard speak
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah <laughs> But then yeah everybody's just been calling out Riker's horniness like Riker is horny on main and everyone knows it and now they're everyone's just talking about it. Even in the
0: turbo lift like like he's trying to talk to Picard about how great Risa is and like he's like and especially the and Picard's like yes the The women women. I know the The women women, Riker. I know
1: (laughs) yeah. Anyway, now the plot. <laughs> also, also, Riker
0: <laughs> says something about the women being. Uh, have I mentioned that the women are very imaginative, and Troy says, mm. "All too often, Commander, we get it." Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> yes. You talk about. We're it trying to make much. me
2: jealous. It will literally never work. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I can sense that you're saying it just to make me jealous, so it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Picard mm-hmm. arrives on Risa. Uh, he gives a look around a little bit of a, uh, uh ugh, what is this place I've been, uh, put into. And suddenly he is, uh, met by a woman who kisses him and says, it's so good to find this to see you again. And he's a little perplexed mm-hmm. by this.
2: We know she's up to no good. Cause she's got the shifty eyes. Yeah. Right.
0: She's staring at the Ferengi who's staring at her. Right. So pretty obvious. Something
2: but who's down. staring at him? Oh, wait. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, Picard is remarkably calm through the whole thing. He's just like, oh, <laughs> this is how we do it here. <laughs> I think that's what he thinks it is. It's like Hawaii,
0: yeah. and you get the lay. It's like you come yeah. to Rice and you get someone to make out with you and say, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Different kind of lay. Yeah. <laughs> Well actually that's another issue away. of his yeah. He keeps yeah. uh,
0: he keeps being approached by women Because Riker told him to Leave this souvenir out on his table
1: Well no He just said uh, I want you to bring me back a souvenir And I think oh. it was just coincidence that Picard's like Oh it's right there I'll just pick one up now And then carry it with me
0: <laughs> I feel like Riker wants it so he can have it on the Enterprise And put it right outside his quarters next yeah. to his door
1: No yeah. he gets it like super glued To the floor right outside his door Sure. It cannot move. Actually, it would be super glued horizontal
0: onto his door, right? Yeah, or like yeah, maybe yeah. a slight <laughs> upward angle.
1: And then when it tries to slide open, it gets caught. Just dunk dunk dunk, dunk. enter.
2: <laughs> Ready good. I think we planned oh, no. out the new uh, season of Picard's uh, set design.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Oh geez. so he starts uh, trying to have some reading time in the sun, but he just keeps getting bothered by everybody having a good time and trying to have sex with them.
1: Well, not before we get, like, this um, this montage of beauty shots and <laughs> oh B-rolls God. of these like, slow-moving crawls over these women's bodies. That I'm like, first oh, one. Yeah. A few – yeah, they're just intense and long, <laughs> yeah. right?
2: Well, don't worry. We also get it for Picard.
1: I love it. I am here for it, and I just kept thinking, like, I've seen everything. <laughs> Now, too
0: we got to be a little careful with this, Becca. I'm not sure if this will get pulled from YouTube if it's on. You're oh, right, yeah. you're
2: right, you're right. Let me just do the butt shot.
0: It's very good just do the it's butt shot. Oh yeah, the butt shot. Well, I mean, that panning shot over that woman's entire body and I don't think they yes. hit her face notably.
1: <laughs> I think they do. Okay, good.
0: They do I, a little okay, bit. Good, yeah. Good. I was hoping they did. Yeah, it's like it's like this panning of um I guess the not a den of antiquity. It's just pretty much relaxing and massages and uh people just lounging about.
1: It's it's very like spa commercial that they're trying to get away yeah. with something. Sandals <laughs> Risa Yeah. What a contrast for everybody on Rice's
0: outfits, and then those two uh, future travelers have to wear the warmest bear suits ever, right? Alleged future travelers. Well, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made okay. out of roofing shingles. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, while Picard's trying to read, he keeps getting bothered. He finds out that uh, the, um, what's it called, Xander? The Horgon. Horgon. I keep wanting to call it a Horcrux, which is not what it is. Horgon. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> kind uh, of. He finds out from uh, one of the employees at Rice said that, oh yeah, that's for if you want to have sexual relations with folks.
1: Well, we don't necessarily or, say that out loud. It's she, like a term that we're not familiar with, but it's insinuated that it's sexual in nature. I think
0: she does say the word sexual, though. Like, her, Oh, really? I feel like she says sexual encounter, but maybe I'm m- remembering oh, it wrong. Maybe. Maybe that's just what I wanted to hear. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but regardless, uh, he's like, no, thank you. I now understand. And he puts the, the towel <laughs> or puts it under his towel.
1: Notably, like, looking around <laughs> yeah, to make sure right. no one else. Yeah.
2: Uh, little did he know, under the towel is even more insinuating. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he has very much, like, indoor kid forced to go on a family vacation vibe. Ooh, of just, like, wow. sitting by the pool with, like, a DS. He's like, Don't talk <laughs> to
2: oh, me. yeah. Are we not talking about the bigger issue that was overlooked here, which is disregard for the needs of indoor kids? <laughs> uh-huh. Just throwing that out there.
0: Yeah. You, what, what do you mean? The disregard for the needs of indoor? Like he can still read
1: outside, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just the energy that he has.
2: Do you think that sunscreen in Star Trek is way more potent you know, you can just Probably. block those rays.
0: It better be, or there's an atmosphere thing that like just blocks it in general, right?
1: You don't even have to worry about it. It's Risa, baby.
0: He does it's say it's you're you're in the way of the suns. So there must mm-hmm. be multiple suns in this one. Oh, it's a binary system. Okay,
2: maybe. tan from all directions. I get it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, you don't have to flip over. <laughs> uh, we find out that uh, he's approached by that Ferengi again, right? Mm. Uh, what's, that, what's that Ferengi's name?
2: I don't know, but he has extra nose ridges and they're pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I do know. That it's Solvac.
0: Sovak. So- yes. Yes, Sovac. Solvac mm-hmm. uh, approaches him and says, Give me the disc. I know mm-hmm. you're working with her. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been approached by women all day today. I've worked with zero of them, okay? Really good yeah. Ferengi
2: voice. Thank you. Yeah, it
0: was very good. <laughs>
2: Well, that, yeah, that Picard, actor
0: like really had to do a, a real villainous kind of conniving little. <laughs> he had the most maniacal laughter of any villain I've heard yet in the series, I
2: believe.
1: Ah, uh, didn't you think? Well, so? Well, I think it was a good. Except blend. for every
2: other Ferengi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Of the Ferengi that we saw, like the first time that we encountered them, they were kind of scary and had that sort of quality about them, and then they became a little bit bumbling. Mm-hmm. So now I think they're trying to blend the two and make them a little bit of more of a threat again. Yeah. But Picard like loses his temper so quick. Just because it's a first, yeah. I feel like
0: Picard's <laughs> on the end of his rope as this vacation. It's like being a, being yeah. approached on the beach by the guys who want to sell you a bunch of watches. You're like, I'm done, no more, okay? Right, right. <laughs> yeah,
2: let me read Ulysses. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Save me from this book. Uh, yeah. So he says no, get away, and Suvak so says, Well, then fine, I'll be back, <laughs> and flees. Well, maybe that's what I wanted to hear, Into but anyway, a puff
2: of smoke. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Then he's immediately approached by yet another woman, <laughs> which right. which is the one from the beginning, right? And it turns out yes. her name is Vash, right. um, and she she might be able to explain what exactly is going on. I'm not exactly sure how it gets revealed. Does she just tell him straight up?
1: Well, he thinks that she's uh, proposing again, and so he right. has like a moment of like, "Well, I don't need it." And she's like, "Well, that's not what I'm here for." And then he gets all like, "Oh, well, what are you here for?" And she kind of <laughs> goes into it,
0: <laughs> right. He realizes that's the woman, the Fring, that um, Sovak was referring to. And so I guess – oh, that's right. Then Vash hides the disc in his pocket?
1: Yep. Well, there's a confrontation. Yeah, he he, – that's right. Okay. He comes back. The Ferengi Sovak comes back, and they – then Picard's like, see, I don't know her, and it's during that exchange. She sort of slips it in his pocket, and he's like, I'm gone, and – yeah. And then he gets to his room, and he finds it's being raided
0: by people supposedly from the future.
1: Yes. Whoa. They claim to be from
0: the 27th century, and then they do the math and say they traveled 300 years in the past <laughs> to, to uh, mm. confront him, to address him, to do something. To find the Picard.
2: You know, time travel is always a plot hole problem for mm. any anything anywhere. Um, but my questions are... When they go back in time, why wouldn't they just go to the point where they find the thing and take it then?
1: We didn't mention this, but this was the cold open. They had transported in and asked the front desk, where's Picard staying? And they're like, there's no one there named Picard. He's like, oh, they're coming soon. So either their time travel technology is unreliable or they're not really from where they say Mm. they are.
2: I don't know if we'll ever find out, but if their time travel information is not correct, then they really... It's hard. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it's more guesswork. Yeah, if you go back
0: 300 years in the future and if you don't get there right on the day of his reservation, I think you can give yourself a little leeway. You're like, oh, we got here on Monday, but we need to be here on Wednesday. That's still pretty good. Mm. That's pretty good. Good. Traveling through space time.
2: That's pretty good. At least you didn't show up Thursday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, then it would be a good, great point. That's true. I guess days do matter in this
2: world. Do you want your mind blown? I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but the reason why time travel as we conceive of it would never work is because... Your location changes drastically within the universe as the planet rotates. Time one. and space are
0: one.
2: Isn't it? Have you thought about this before? Oh yeah,
0: we're on an outer spiral mm-hmm. arm, right? We're just okay. stuck on a rock. Six thousand miles an hour, probably way faster than that, but like that's what we're rotating at, or something crazy. Yeah, but
1: exactly. If, if you take like a concept of time travel, essentially, that the world would spin back the same direction, and you could sort of pinpoint where it is.
2: Right, it just if has had, to go into your calculations and makes exactly. them infinitely more complicated. <laughs>
1: yes, but I could probably do it. <laughs> okay. It just takes the a little project. You're I'm right. working on. I got a, yeah, I got yeah, a notepad. Yeah. I'm working on it.
2: Copy and paste the formula, <laughs> and you're fine.
0: These roof-shingled-bearing uh, aliens are the Vorgons, or so they claim, and they are a security team from the 27th century. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for this artifact, right? It's called the Utat Utat Toxutot. It apparently will stop nuclear reactions within a star, which... Right, is a weapon or not a weapon?
2: Seems helpful in a future episode we're well, heading we'll stop
1: to. A, stop a star from collapsing, maybe. Yes, but also that means it would stop a warp core or any sort of propulsion, or right. any energy for the ship. Which is the, which is what they want it for. Because it wants yeah, you to right? talk.
2: Don't utat. Ooh, wow!
1: It came with choreography. <laughs> <laughs> It is its own <laughs> slogan. It's just its name. I love that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Stop. Don't do that. Oh, we'll do that. Right. Okay. We uh, all got it. We all got it. I think you if help. you didn't see the choreography, it wasn't quite as clear.
0: Well, we know that these Vorgons are are like a little wonky on their time travel because as soon as they leave, Picard reaches into his pocket and he finds the disc. The very thing that, you know. He finds the of-
1: magic pog slammer. These idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess they're not looking for the disc. They're looking for the artifact, and the disc has information that leads to the artifact. Exactly. Maybe they need him to go find it first.
1: Yeah. And, well, this is something else that I sort of considered while watching it during this time because – we see established early that the whole crew is working to create this uh, sense for the captain to go on vacation. And now, even though he's having sort of a, a crappy time and can't catch a break, this seems like a perfectly tailored thing for Picard. It's bringing in archaeology. It's like an adventure. So I'm like, this is sort of like an escape room that was designed for Picard. I kind of right? half expected him to open up his suitcase and put on the fedora and be like, it's time
0: to yes! solve a mystery. <laughs> right. But still just wear
2: the Speedo and the open shirt. <laughs> (laughs)
0: yes i'll watch it new fantasy created well done yeah yeah yeah
2: (laughs) and the best part is a woman he actually has chemistry with Mm -hmm. yeah gosh i thought they had great chemistry
0: he goes to her room after this encounter and finds that her room's been trashed and she blames Sovak, right who's clearly Mm -hmm. looking for the disc um which actually now she mentions right like now she tells him
2: I think she gives her her. I worked for the professor that discovered this artifact for five spiel. years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: she really harps on those five years a lot. Yeah, she can't get them back.
1: That's true, right? But she's just looking for the profit.
0: Oh, yeah. that's how it goes. Is he? That's right. So he like shows it to her. He's like, was he looking for this? And then she explains mm-hmm. what it is, and so that she had to leave it with him for safekeeping, so the Ferengi wouldn't find it.
1: Right. Got it. Allegedly.
0: Allegedly, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of double layers turns. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she explains to him that uh, she worked for Estragon or something was his name. Yeah, and uh, she wants to continue his research with all the data and the maps that are on that disc and find the Taksutat. Um, yes. But this Ferengi also uh, Sovak also worked with him.
1: Right. Well, he hired her to steal it from him. Uh, uh, he, the Frangi Solvac hired Vosh to steal these plans from the professor. Um, but she's saying, oh, I didn't have to steal anything. He died and I sort of inherited it that's... and I was going to sell it to the highest bidder. Yeah,
0: I guess it's not stealing anymore. If the person you're stealing from dies, then you're just taking yeah. it from their stuff.
2: <laughs> My right. understanding was he died and then she approached Solvac, but maybe that's yeah. wrong. I no, thought she I... was like... Hey, got a deal for you, buddy. But really, I just want your money so I can get to the planet where the thing is. So I'm giving you partial truth, but you will never get the thing. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. But all you need to uh, pique Picard's interest is, say, artifact or archaeology, (laughs) and he's ready to go. Or France. (laughs) 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 And so he and uh, Vash... Do an outfit change into what I find to be a great little archaeological Very good thing, yeah, yeah. I love her outfit. Um, and they both go both of them and they put on this little square backpack and they're about to go when they yeah. are ambushed by Sovak, who has a funky looking little gun and
1: mm-hmm. is still and demanding it's not
0: allowed on risa How did that happen? And we
2: find not only does he want the artifact he or the disc. He also wants her hot bod. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I want that woman. Because she's so
2: greedy and unscrupulous, <laughs> double-crossed him, and therefore is the perfect mate. It, it, it <laughs>
0: yeah. kind of makes him fun. Like I like the sliminess of him, and I love that other layer of like he's attracted to how uh, betrayal, how betrayal-prone she is to him, or like conniving mm-hmm. she is, because he likes conniving. Well, she's good at it right. though. That's right, the, right, she, yeah. She's not slimy, yeah. by any means.
2: No, she's good at being slimy. Right. Yeah, she's not just being slimy and failing. She's good at being
0: it. deceptive. He's slimy. Like I think she's good at being coy, right? She's well, rogue-ish. I think you have a
2: very gendered idea of the term slimy.
0: <laughs> I, I less less their gender, more their uh, their style. She doesn't okay. maniacally laugh or like grip her little hands together too often.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but she also doesn't dress like Lisa Turtle.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can't be slimy if you're dressed like Lisa Turtle.
0: Was it her last name Turtle?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So Sovak stops uh, stops them and threatens to kill Picard actually unless he gets what he wants. And Vosh like pretend like hands him the bag and then in a quick pushes, move yeah shoves yeah. him and then Picard grabs the weapon and then mm-hmm. flips the hand and gives him a good punch in the face.
1: <laughs> Real slow, just to give him enough time. To I want you <laughs> to, to see what's about to happen yeah. to you.
0: I want you to know it worked well that I used a right yeah. hook on you
2: right
1: not even a hook (laughs) just uh,
0: a right jab right
2: (laughs) you didn't get shot
0: that's true yep picard's right in that he throws the pistol into the bushes they put on their backpack and they go for a long walk we're i I always remember like oh yeah you guys have interplanetary travel but you decide to take a whole day to walk across a hill (laughs) Mm, Yep. right
2: yeah why can't you teleport to the other side why can't you portal gun there
0: Plot, good, yeah. Yeah, plot, exactly. We need to have an adventure that at least we need to have an overnight stay in the caves. Yeah, right? they need
1: to build up that sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Sexual. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: So they go into the cave system, which is where their map has led them, apparently. And they've pretty much been traveling all day. And we meet them in the Act 3 when they're pretty much being ready to rest for the day because they're still several kilometers away from their target.
1: It's a good thing they brought their sparkle blanket. That
0: blanket must have taken up every square inch of that tiny little square backpack.
1: Right? Yep. Because that's yep. two blankets. But what
2: about the snacks? <laughs> there
1: There's... is No room. No room, no for, room snacks. for snacks. No room for snacks. Well, actually, started. they were each other's. Ah!
0: Ah! <laughs> very, very true. They went to bed fully clothed. Like, he didn't
1: even take off his boots. Yes. It's how you do it <laughs> in the future.
2: <laughs> I don't know. They're seriously camping. They don't know if they're going to have to run from some... A predator in the wilds. Oh,
1: my god. Plus, it might have been a little chilly, but it's Risa, so it could also be perfect for whatever Yeah, I feel Probably like Risa is always perfect. Yeah.
2: Probably temperature-controlled environment.
1: I think we, oh, we won't even get to it on this one, but in DS9, there's an actual episode about Worf going to Risa and messing around with the temperature controls.
2: <laughs> yes. I, yep. Because Klingon's like it hot?
1: That's not the main
0: plot point, is it? Because they ran out of it's ideas. It's kind of the main oh, plot no. point. <laughs> like someone is messing with, okay, anyway. The, the log line is oh, no. Worf Spoiler. makes Risa cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he wears his uniform anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Worf! Uh,
2: I want to see Worf in a speedo. That's what we all wanted.
0: <laughs> hey, the franchise is not done. Well, we, you may That's still true. get your wish. Uh,
1: Michael Dorn in the speedo stat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Picard and Vosh bed down for the night, and Picard, you know, doesn't quite trust her, considering how much she's revealed to him about like how she's kind of been playing this Ferengi, right? And she says, "Well, you're you're having a good time though." And he does admit that he does he is and they start making out
1: and then he tries to attack her tongue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, told you you need the boots.
0: Uh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> and then we fade out and assume things and then we uh, open up on the next day. Uh, yes.
2: But, it, but you're really sterilizing this whole scene because <laughs> it was real heartthrob action. I mean, it was. It was passion. It was it was fire. It was sparks. Well, I think gotta it say. does
1: a lot to make the, the character of Picard seem like this sexy older captain. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that very often on TV, especially like a primetime sort of show.
2: You don't have to try hard. As a kid, I
1: always mm-hmm. thought Picard was
0: older than he is. Be because he has right. white gray hair and because he's bald, there was a bias that I had as a child. I was like this is an old man, <laughs> like, and then I right, always thought right, it was right. weird that he would be have romantic engagements with women who look like you know they're in their thirties or whatever. And so I was always confused by that. But he's not that much older than them in, in a lot of these cases.
2: How old was he?
0: So this would have been eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart was born I want to say like forty eight, no, nineteen forty. So he's Forty nine in this, I'm. Um, but like, oh. like young Jake would say, like anybody who's old is just over sixty five, <laughs> right? And right, that's fifteen right, right, years right. different than what he really was here. Yeah. Also, he's a young like forty nine. Like he, like yeah, sure he has white hair, but like he's very vibrant and energetic for a man
2: his age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you seen uh that he was willing to expose his his yeah up to everything. up to yeah, the bum? Yeah, his speedo bum. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking right. good.
1: If you have it, flaunt it.
2: Right, <laughs> and he does. That's from
0: Ulysses, right? That's, that that's is from, Ulysses. from Ulysses. Yeah. So they are exploring the caves, and they find, and then they explore the caves. I <laughs> 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 oh, that was coming. <laughs> uh, so did they? Um, okay, so <laughs> they find the cave where their destination is, and they decide, okay, well, it must be underground. So I guess we gotta. And
2: somehow they pull out shovels out of this backpack now. Like that's weird? what it this was. This backpack is
0: magical. Every yeah.
2: backpack in the future is a bag of holding. <laughs> yep.
1: Well, when you have replicator technology, why not? Yeah, Maybe it's I a portable suppose. replicator.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. That so that's I would, the. I would believe that. But that's the only kind of blanket that the replicator makes. It a, it's a fun opportunity to show that though. But whatever. Yeah. I get
1: Yeah, Yeah, but all the budgets went to uh,
0: the Speedo. (laughs) We're just making the time travelers come back and forth. Oh,
1: yeah, lots of makeup there, too.
0: Yeah, they also, like, they had a weird... A lot of their controls and mechanisms were on their head. They, like, whenever they wanted to disappear, they just grabbed their their ears, I mean. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's fun. I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, then it turns into a whole party right here in the cave. Right, so they appear just to witness... I guess yep, they're like, this is an important thing that's happening. I just like to watch.
0: I kind of wanted them to pull out 20th century popcorn. Right. It was just yeah. like, Ooh, we're witnessing, we're witnessing history. Yeah. So
2: why didn't they, Oh, it's like a Bluetooth on their ear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why didn't they just go back and dig in the caves themselves?
1: Oh, because they were supposed to not interfere. It was Picard that was supposed to find this thing and then give it back to them to take back to the future. That's but that how...
2: counts as interfering. Right. If you're taking it, you're taking it.
0: But if in the past, Picard was told by them anyway, it's a mm-hmm. loop, right? So mm-hmm. that's what they always knew their past to be, maybe. I don't
2: well, know. good thing Picard is super trusting of these time travelers because yeah. they say they travel through time and they can teleport with the Bluetooth button. So it makes sense. This
0: episode is like kind of trying to do a lot, actually, now that I think about a lot. it. Because... The very like you said, Xander. The cold opening is this mystery. We don't know what that's about. Picard mm-hmm. on the ship. None of the crew is doing Enterprise work. They're all just trying to get him to go on vacation. Then mm-hmm. we have these the Ferengi and Vash's story. Then there's these 27th century
1: time travelers, which is like what? Yeah,
2: that's yeah
1: a yeah. lot of story. Yeah, plus the sexual tension and the Ferengi. It's all of it.
2: Some, some, some of it's not tied up nicely. Nope. Specifically the time travelers.
1: Right. Well, I, maybe we need to solve them because I'm not so sure. I, eventually we find out through the twists and the turns that they actually wanted Picard to destroy the thing, the MacGuffin. Uh, and, or at least that's what they say. And we also come to find out that they might not be telling the truth. We never get a definite answer if they can't prove that they are who they say they are. So Picard I, do, I don't does, think
2: they did want him to destroy it. I think they wanted him to give it. And then when he destroys it, they look sad and disappointed. Like they were trying to change history and he couldn't be changed.
1: Well, yeah, it was destiny for the Picard to destroy the thinger. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that's what they didn't want to happen.
1: Right. They wanted to take it, but they couldn't interfere with whatever, so it had to be given. Like they were justifying it by doing these mental gymnastics that didn't really make sense.
2: Because his will is too strong. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't mean Riker.
1: I think Xander, you're right. I
0: think it's that they did want him to destroy it because they knew he would anyway. Because time is a loop or whatever, they know that mm-hmm. he is destined, destined to do so. They even say so. But like they put yeah. him in a threatening position to ensure that he does it. So I guess they have a part in this history. They It's do. by their own action that Picard is forced to destroy it using the transporter trick.
1: Yes. And through all that, we, before that, we find out that there's another twist in that they, they are digging for this thing and they never find it. And they keep digging. And they keep digging. And everybody's watching. And then Vash and Picard are finally both like, it's not here. Oh, well, we're going to leave now. And the Frankie's like, no, it has yeah. to be. But we find out that is also a ploy of Vash's just to get this Ferengi offer back because she actually had found it. Like a week ago. I kind of <laughs> love that twist, actually. That makes a lot yeah. of sense.
2: Now, where was she hiding it that when he tore up her room, he didn't find it?
0: Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Where it was in the horgon. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's right. Because they reveal it there. That's right, that's right.
1: It happened to be that exact horgon that she was walking <laughs> up to. And she's like, I was just going to say goodbye. Nothing to do with this. Boop. <laughs> it's in here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I forgot
2: about that. Yeah, that's where she kept it. Oh, so that's why she was looking for him. Hmm? Because it was in Picard's No, hormon? it wasn't
1: in his Horgon. It was in one that was randomly Everybody's on a got shelf. a Horgon. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, great. <laughs> well, always check inside the Horgon.
1: Yep, that's the saying on Rice.
0: Yeah, so when confronted by the four guns, uh Picard tells the Enterprise to stand by. He's got an idea. And do like quote, uh, 14.
2: 14. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, fourteen?
0: You hard made We're learning that transporter co- we learned okay. that transporter code fourteen is obviously like beam it into oblivion. Like what is Yeah, that? destroy <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. Mm. Dematerialize.
2: I thought it was gonna to have been beam back aboard the Enterprise and it was all yeah. a trick. It was like make a spark happen so it looks like it blew up, but really it's yeah. being beamed back.
0: But Picard has some shenanigans up his sleeve, so he decides to destroy it and not let the Vorgans get the way they want, and they actually tell him, Well, that's what we wanted. Bye. Got yeah, what I wanted.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're out.
2: now. Did she have this Horgon custom built or are all Horgons hollow inside and you can store trinkets? you
1: asking the real questions. Oh man.
0: What are in most Horgons now? I want to know. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Prophylactics
1: probably. All right. So Picard, let's see, how does this even end? So like they, they do t- a bunch of reveals of like, yeah, actually yeah. it was this, but actually it was this, but actually I'm this. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, but we find out like, oh, maybe the feelings really were true between the two of them and but they're both like no strings attached, no strings attached. we <laughs> so have an agreement. Because she tests him.
2: Mm-hmm. She says, Oh, well, I'm a troublemaker, trouble finds me, I'm gonna go to this planet where terrible stuff always yeah. happens to bad people. You're crazy. And he
0: blows <laughs> up.
2: She says, Oh, you care. Oh.
0: Yeah, we leave that door open, right? That's for, it for future yeah. adventures with the two of these. And I really, I'm, I would be surprised if we don't see them, but because uh, she's an archaeological like fan too, right? She likes going on adventures. Right? it's
1: the perfect uh, like uh, creation for for Picard.
2: <laughs> I thought this actress was excellent. Yes. I thought, yeah, as I mentioned, such great chemistry. She really owned the role, and she really felt at home. She in reminded it. me
1: of like Brandon Fraser in the Mummy, like that character's energy, like sort of not bumbling but more intentional about the the swindling, I guess. Right.
2: This is who I am, and I'm unapologetic, yeah. but I'm also a good person. She
0: definitely had Bre- Brandon Fraser's outfit from the Mummy, like that was the same. But yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> yes. it was.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They both look great in it.
0: Mm-hmm. What was her name? Her name was Jennifer Hetrick, and mm. uh, do we see her again in Star Trek? Oh, <gasps> we do. We will get we will get uh Vash again in a future episode, I oh. believe.
1: Okay.
2: She performed a little hat trick with the Horgon. Switching it? Yeah, like a hat
0: trick. A hat trick is a th- a scoring 3 times, isn't it? What's a hat trick? It's
1: Unless you mean an <laughs> No, I don't know. What's
2: <laughs> a hat trick? I'm going to go start <laughs> my own podcast.
1: You know, like it's a hat trick, like
2: a trick, like you're doing the uh. Like the cups game, yeah, you know, yeah, she's yeah. a, she's a double crosser, stri- like trickster mm. full of hat tricks, <laughs> but pulling also, rabbits out of hats. Oh, rabbit, think, okay. it's also her last yeah. name.
1: Got it. Oh, I don't want to explain missed, myself here. I missed hat the last trick. name Connect.
0: I missed it too. Uh, guys. Becca, what? you need your own podcast. I got to start my own yeah. podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: With people who will get your jokes because we're a couple of dummies. Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> um but yeah th- a great button at the end too of just like did you have a good time uh-huh and we're gonna talk
0: about uh riker the the hor- the horde right. i almost want to call the horcrux again
1: the horgon. horgon
0: like we're gonna talk about that horgon rikers like, yeah, oh, yeah not cool i liked i like that we get to s- a little bit different this is still very much a star trek episode but it's completely off the enterprise it's mm-hmm. it's way away from the standard crew stories that we've been getting for the past like twenty episodes. So it's nice to have a little bit of a divergence here.
2: I'm gonna say ten out of ten for shadows, uh, the lighting, well, lighting was good, the uh, speedos, <laughs> uh, and and. The love, the love, romance. Ten out of ten.
1: Yeah, yeah it was a really good Picard feature. Uh, we really got to deep dive into more of his vulnerability, which we haven't seen a whole lot of. Uh, and there wasn't really a B plot. I mean, there were a lot. There was a lot of A plot in the threads that we had to like weave together. But all of it was really focused on Patrick Stewart's performance, uh, and I thought he really carried the episode brilliantly. Uh, and, yeah, there was a lot of great makeup and character choices, both, like, having a full Ferengi, plus these two time-traveling makeups, plus all the wardrobe for Risa. It was a lot of great costuming choices.
2: Yeah. And 10 out of 10 for chest hair and for the Ferengi's costume. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Multiple costumes. Yeah, Picard chest hair will always get you at least a one-point bump on the scale, just for Absolutely. all future Star Trek references, if you're a producer. Facts. Yep. Uh, well, great. Well, next week we're going to have another episode. This one's called Tin Man.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs>
0: Where the Enterprise races against the Romulans to make first contact with a powerful co- entity codenamed Tin Man. <gasps> and the oh. Scarecrow. And
1: the Lion. <laughs> oh, oh, my. my. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bye.